0: The Lord be with you. Read the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Lord, be on my mind, be on my lips, and in my heart. On a Sabbath Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees. And the people were there observing him carefully. He told a parable. To those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest that you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, "Give your place to this other person," and then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place so that when the host comes to you, he may say, My friend, move up to a higher position. And then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then Jesus said to the host who invited him, When you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or sisters or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they might invite you back if you have repayment." But rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. And blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's readings are about humility. And I just want to let you know that today is your lucky day. Because I am an expert on humility. So much so that my name is Paul. Paul means humble. Yes, I'm so humble, I'm proud of (laughs) it. You know, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect. You know I'm only chosen right? Humility is a very important virtue, and today's readings are speaking of that. And today, Jesus gives us a parable that the church puts together with this first reading about humility to show humility. I think, Oftentimes, humility is misunderstood in our secular world. I have heard people say, oh, you shouldn't call attention to yourself, you shouldn't be good about yourself, you need to be humble. Humility is not putting yourself down or not acknowledging the goodness of yourself. Humility... Is acknowledging the truth about yourself. How we are infinitely valuable and beautiful, created works of art by God, meant to do great things. Mary is a perfect example, right? Humble, yet through Mary, great things happen. In this parable, Jesus is teaching a few things about humility. And it's a little bit of a strange parable if you analyze it. He's almost like advising people how to get a scene. (laughs) Right? Don't search for the highest place because then you might be lower. But go search for the lower place so that you'll be honored and looked up. What is Jesus really getting at? Here's what I think he's saying. Is that... It is okay to take the higher places, but you must also be willing to take the lower places. You must not strive for the higher places just because of them being a higher place, so that you might look good in others' eyes, or so that you might have the power of the prestige. But you should find your role in the whole that runs play the part so that the whole work becomes better. And for some, it's going to be a position that might be lower. For some, it may be a position that's higher. And there may be times when that changes. But each position is just as important because they all have a part to play in making the whole better. The analogy that keeps coming to my mind when I hear this passage is a long time ago, I used to play a lot of sports growing up. Have you ever gone to, like, you go to the park and pick up a baseball team? And then everyone grabs their mitts, okay, you guys have the field first, go get some positions. And everyone runs their shortstop. And everyone wants to be in the most glorious position and wouldn't have much of a team, would you? I've had the pleasure of coaching some in my limited time. And the most valuable player really is the one who's willing to play any position so that you can erase hearts so that the whole team plays better. I think this is what Jesus is talking about. Humility is to know that you are created by God, that you are infinitely valuable, and there's nothing that we shouldn't be willing to do, but we should look for something outside of ourselves to guide us in what it is we do. Whether it be God, whether it be the situation, but usually they both work together. God gives us the definition of humility. Saint Paul tells us in Second Philippians that Jesus Christ, although He was God, did not deem, did not seek to grasp equality with God, but rather humbled Himself and became a servant. Remember in the Garden of Eden, the sin, the original sin, is human beings, a creation of God, said, hey, I don't need God. We can do it without you. Grasp, become like God, and try to then define their whole lives based on their self-will. But Rather, we are part of God's creation. And we have infinite value because God loves us and created us and has a plan for us. God loves us. How do we know that? Because He sent His Son to die for us. And even if we were the only person in the world, Jesus still would have come and died so that we may have fullness of life. And so God wants us to be fully alive and to take a part in His kingdom and give Him glory. So, if we're humble, we are listening to God and looking for our role to play. If we are humble, it doesn't mean we wouldn't strive for great things, but it also would mean that if it doesn't happen, we would be joyful for someone else that might have gotten that position. And we might then seek God's help to find a different position so that we can continue to contribute. Whatever it may be, our families, our schools, our communities, our world, and so humility is essentially being open to being formed. A humble person listens. A humble person is centered and is thinking about others. A humble person is learning from others, all, including God, especially God, to for being formed to become more. What God created us to be, and so there is one last part of this parable that's powerful, I think. Jesus then, after talking to the guests about humility, turns and talks to the host. If we're humble, we still may have very important roles, but we're called then to exercise those roles with great humility. What's the example of exercising our role with great humility? Using our influence and our power and our position to make sure everyone is included. You see the way God made humans? It's pretty incredible. He gave each one different talents and different gifts. And all those talents and gifts are valuable and needed to make the whole work well. And so we know that if not everyone's participating And given that equal dignity, it's not, it's falling short of what God wants. And so this parable also brings to mind our Catholic social teaching. That the highest good that we can work for in society, in our families, in our communities, when we vote, when we act, is not my self-interest, but the common good. And, as this parable in the first reading points out, is that we should make sure everyone's included and have focus especially on the most vulnerable, the poorest, the outcasts. And Catholic social teaching will say that a society is not judged based on how well off are the wealthiest, but how well off are the poorest. And what's more, when we're humble, we will not only seek to help include those who are poor, but we will seek to be with them in relationships. This is a table setting. And a humble leader is one who gets to know the least and sees the world and the organization, the family, the community from their point of view. And that's tremendously different. That's empathy. You know, the show that I love to watch, you guys watch um, Undercover Boss, a little bit like that, right? That CEO or whatever dress disguises themselves and then goes down with the regular folks and rubs shoulders with them, gets to know them, learns how their job is going, their families. And At the end of the show, they're always saying things like, wow, these people work so hard, I never realized this. And they have such difficult lives with their families, so I want to help them out. And they see the organization's differently. God's calling us, if we're humble, to be that way. To be humble in our lives, to be humble in our position, so that His kingdom may come, and all people might be included in the table. And so, last, closing argument. This idea of inviting the poor, to lay into your table, you know, Jesus is making a parable, I wonder if this Pharisee really did that after Jesus left. I have heard of families, and it's radical, don't get me wrong, who really do like the poor and the to some of their meals. Or as a minimum, go as a family to where that's happening. Mother Teresa, I have found out, that when she was growing up, her father died young. Her mother used to invite the poor and delay to dinner. And look how that example changed the world. It's amazing that if we follow the gospel, the things that may seem so contrary to human wisdom, God can do great things, even through people that the world considers small and insignificant. Mary, Mother Teresa, all of us are called to be humble, to seek God in all things, to serve God. And in doing that, God can and God will do it.